Hello, and welcome to the show where we ask Rita Harrison, the foremost authority on the Willow System, questions from listeners about health, healing, and happiness. My name is Kim Lewis, so let's get started. We have a question here, and it says, I experience a lot of worry and anxiety for no apparent reasons. Why is that, and what can I do about it? So today, I want to surprise our listeners and the person who was sending in the question, because I want to go into a spiritual level with it, and not just with traumas and past life and um, family dynamics, you know, mm -hmm. because we don't want to be bored, and there's actually so much else and so much more to say. I like the German author Wada Hasselmann a lot, Frank Schmolke and Wada Hasselmann. She's a scientist who is psychic, and I've read all her books in Germany. And one of her first books, which I like the most, Archetypes of the Soul, is now translated into English. And she channeled this information that I find very, very valuable for everybody. She's talking about the soul and how we all have a certain archetype. Mm -hmm. And with a certain archetype, we bring in certain fears. Interesting. So I call that the seven phases of worry and anxiety and what we can do about it. We will actually have a workshop and... Kimmy will tell you about that later. So the seven phases are self-deprecation. So the fear that lies behind the worry and anxiety is the fear of inadequacy. The second is self-sabotage. Here is the fear that lies behind it, fear of joyfulness. Then the third one is martyrdom. Martyrdom. Mm -hmm. Fear of worthlessness. The fourth one, stubbornness. Fear of unpredictability. The fifth is the greed, which brings fear of privation. Arrogance is number six, fear of vulnerability. And number seven is impatience, fear of omission. Of course, I can't share everything here because this is not our workshop. But what she describes, and I believe it. So I would like to present that to you so that you can make up your own mind. Mm -hmm. She says every soul brings in a certain fear. Very often we're not aware of that fear. It's not what we think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm an I'm a archetype of a priestess, and I always thought I have more like the self-deprecation. Because when I go to a seminar, I think, oh my God, I'm the stupid, most stupid person in the world. I know nothing. And you know, to be honest, it has nothing to do with the reality because I've passed every test. And even the tests where people really don't pass in Germany. And so it was totally unrealistic. So I thought I had that fear of inadequacy most. Mm -hmm. But when I was reading it and I was also testing it kinesiologically, uh -huh. My fear is the, the typical priest archetype fear, which is fear of vulnerability. So I go into arrogance very easily. Oh. And it looks like shyness. And it is. 
But what what lies really behind it is a fear of vulnerability. And when I was reading the book, it's a long time ago, like 15 years ago in Germany, and now I found it in um, in English so that I can learn all the words yes. in English. Um, <laughs> I'm so astonished how valuable it is to know your real core fear. Yes. And she said, and I believe it, that we usually don't know that core fear because we don't see it, but our environment sees it. So I know when I was a child, or very often um, I heard, or later, I heard, oh, I'm arrogant. And I never felt arrogant, you know, but... When I look deep inside, I know I have a challenge. You know, I'm very, I have certain mindsets. You know, how I look at life, what I find justice and how I, what I find injustice. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I have so many concepts in my heart that I feel this is the right way. And when people don't have the same, I very often feel really hurt that they don't share mm -hmm. the same with me. And then I, I really notice inside myself that I say, ah, maybe they are not an old soul enough, you know. So that's putting, that's arrogant, that's putting somebody down. And I want to really watch that Be because now I know when this comes up and it can come up out of the blue mm -hmm. because my soul brought it with me. And she writes it very nicely. She says, because our soul always needs that fear to make a human experience. Uh -huh. So we can never conquer the fear, she writes, but we can come to terms with it and use it. So whenever I feel that inside me, it makes me really pissed, you know. Why don't people see that, that this is unjust? Why do we still have racism? You know, I have a lot of things that I get obsessed about, uh, upset about mm -hmm. and obsessed about. And, you know, how we do medicine and all those kind of things. And mm -hmm. I really don't know it. That, I can't understand it really drives me crazy and I'm really putting people down and I, I, when this happens then I ask myself now instead where's my fear of vulnerability what do I fear to be heard of and I ask this question instead and so what I will do in the workshop is that I will test it for everybody who comes this is called Don't Let Worry or Anxiety Hold You Back, what their core fear really is. And then I will give out I will give out tools and techniques and also physical integration, how to use it as an as a friend, as an ally and not as an enemy. Mm -hmm. And the website is Willow for you dot com forward slash anxiety this is w i l l o w the number for the letter u dot com forward slash anxiety i will do this workshop more often if people want to have it so you can always contact me build a group ask me and we can do it together and you will find out what lies behind it what fear in your soul archetype lies behind it and what you can do about it. Are we going to be at the seminar? Are you, you're going to talk about the seven different archetypes? 
Um, a, a little bit about the archetypes of the soul, because mm -hmm. we all have certain archetype that we bring in. Most people are not aware. And then what is the core fear? Mm -hmm. Because it might not be what people thought that was in, inside themselves. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually, as I said, out, the outside people see it. Mm -hmm. And of course, there has always something happened in the past, in childhood, but we look more at it from a soul perspective mm -hmm. uh, than too psychologically so that they can tap into the essence of their soul and work with what is given in an optimal way. So that, you know, some people really feel like they're failures or not spiritual enough because, or not enlightened enough mm -hmm. because they still feel freer. And when I read this in Archetypes of the Soul, I thought, yeah, because we have a body that needs to survive as long as we have this human body. Mm -hmm. And so the fear comes from the soul, from this certain soul archetype. I didn't know that. Because on the soul level, it's not, a f it's not negative. The soul doesn't say, oh yeah, fear is negative and joy is positive. Right. On the soul level, it's just energy and a lesson to learn in order to grow. So this judgment and the attachment or certain boxes and you know that we have in our brain, this doesn't exist on the soul level. Mm -hmm. the, soul, the soul it doesn't do that. It's just an experience in order to grow. Right. Yeah. Usually the older souls are more interested in this kind of work. Mm -hmm. Right now on earth we don't have so many many old souls or very old souls. We have more younger souls and baby souls and infant <laughs> souls, you know. <laughs> so they don't usually work on themselves so much or ask those questions, but if the listeners feel that this is interesting, you might be an older soul or a very old soul already. And with that, you want to have a lot of introspection. Introspection? Yes. So that you learn about the why you're here yes. and, you, you know, and what you actually have to learn to make your incarnation more worthwhile yes. and not to have to come back too often again. The younger souls don't have that. And not right now on Earth, there are a lot of young and very young souls and baby souls, mm -hmm. only a few old or very old souls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like for example, my, example Mahatma Gandhi, he was an old soul, but he was not a very old soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people like Sri Yukteswar, Sri Yukteswar, the the teacher from Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda, mm -hmm. who has written autobiography of a of a yogi, that was very old soul. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so very, very often the very old souls and old souls feel like they're going crazy because they don't participate in the whole being in that kind of reality anymore. They don't want to, they don't need to and want to go through certain experiences anymore, mm -hmm. you know, in a certain competition or having certain experience in, in marriages or as parents or children, they're very often in, in, a, in a totally different, in a totally different mindset. They want to grow more from the inside. Yes. And they don't see a sense to, 
you know, to, to achieve this or that in a company anymore. So, which doesn't mean that when you are also, you don't want to have achievements, but how it makes you happy uh, might make a difference. How this outside achievement makes you happy. It's more an inside lesson mm -hmm. that gives them, that was learned by taking on the journey and the challenge and that gives them fulfillment from deep inside. Yeah? Yes. So don't miss the workshop or if you want to, to have a workshop wherever you are, you let me know. And you can sign up at willow for you. That's W-I-L-L-O-W, the, the number four, the letter U, dot com slash anxiety. I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about the archetypes of the soul. So, Bada Hasselmann, she channeled seven archetypes. It's the healer, the artist, the warrior, the scholar, sage, the priest, and the king. And the principle of the healer is supporting. So they want to be supporting. A lot of people are healers, or a lot of souls are healers. Are the supporters? Yeah. Then the artist is the principal inventing things. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. The warrior is fighting mm -hmm. for a cause, a purpose, mm -hmm. a bigger mission or so. Mm -hmm. A scholar is learning and teaching. Mm -hmm. A sage is communicating. A priest is consoling and the king is leading. So there are always there's always a shadow side, a good side and a, and a bad side. You can live your archetype uh, in a good way or in a more in, enlightened way. Yeah. Usually when you are a long, younger soul uh, and you have to learn the lessons, it might be that the dark, the dark side of this archetype or the shadow side is lived out more. And when you're older soul, then the, the other side, the better side is lived out more. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go too deep into it, mm -hmm. but it's for the healer. It's to be sur servile. Mm -hmm. To serve. Versus, versus helpful. So servile, servile oh, yes. would be the negative and being helpful would be the positive. Oh. Artist is to be artificial, is negative. I, I don't say that this is the fact on the soul level. Our soul doesn't look at it as negative or positive. Right. Uh, I'm just saying that mm -hmm. because I have to say it somehow. Mm -hmm. And the, the better side would be being original for the artist. The warrior, the negative is being overwhelming and... And the positive would be being convincing. For the scholar, is theorizing too much versus what would be better is knowing. Mm -hmm. The sage is talkative versus being expressive. For the priest, it is being overzealous versus being compassionate. And for the king, it's being ty tyrannical yeah. versus being dignified. Yeah? Yes. So... 
This is, I find that very interesting. It is very interesting. She's also talking about soul families and stuff, and also how different souls choose their goal for their life, not just necessarily with the archetype, but uh, for their life at all. So I like this subject a lot, and I would like to bring this kind of information more to the United States. Mm -hmm because I really think this woman did a very good work. What I always will do is I connect it with our stuff, with the willow system, with chakra size, mm -hmm. you know, and with medical stuff a little bit, because this is how I work, you know. Oh, this is great. All the different avenues coming together, you yes. combining them all. This yes. is wonderful. It's a lot to learn. There, there's a lot to learn. So for those people who would like to know more about their soul, mm -hmm. tapping into their soul purpose, but also finding out why they feel so challenged sometimes in certain areas and what they can do about it, uh, it's a big thing. So yes. I really believe this is uh, very good information. We will do more in the future. I'm excited for the workshop that's coming yes. up. Yes, and I also included that already in the private sessions, to be honest. When you say your soul family, are you talking about your original family that you come from? Or what do you mean exactly when you say your soul family? So Vada Hasselman describes it like this, that everybody has a physical family, you know, that can be your original family, for example, your birth family. Mm -hmm. the, the People can can be from your soul family, but they don't have to. But every, every soul has a soul family. Oh. That means that usually in a soul family, there are two or three or four different archetypes together, which meet over and over again. In incarnate over and over again, sometimes together, sometimes not together, mm -hmm. because sometimes we need the help from the spiritual world, and then there is there for us. Like for example, I tested for myself that uh, in my soul family there are priests, warriors, and healers, mm -hmm. and it might be that you have somehow also energy from them or in addition help a complimentary help yes. from them in addition to energy that you don't have that you can use mm -hmm. and it's pretty interesting you know how that actually shapes your life and your mind mm -hmm. and what you want to do so it's not all in the book because she has written more yes and they are not all translated into english but you know, you have me. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can order them in German because I didn't bring them with me, and I can I can build a bridge there if if it's necessary until they are translated. I think that's great. <laughs> well, I hope you found the show helpful, and if you have any questions, please send them to info at willowforyou.com. That's info i n f o at willow, W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time. We'll be asking Rita about health, healing, and happiness.